Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Call Her Andy podcast. We're now on our bi-weekly schedule because we are living our lives, enjoying the summer, and um, I am happy to announce that we have a special guest with us on the episode today. Um, you won't be able to hear her or see her, <laughs> but in our recording, we have the newest addition to the Francisi family, Camilla. Camilla, you might hear her. She might cry or whimper. <laughs> so who knows? But she's passed out on my chest right now. She's probably going to be in quite a few episodes maybe during nap time. So we'll see. Um, Quay, yes. like exciting. Like I'm excited to hear a little check in about you. Tell mm-hmm. me. So right now, everybody, I am in Barcelona. I am so lucky to be over here in Spain. I was able to come for work. So a lot of you know, and maybe some of you don't, um, both Grace and I do work for Humber College and we're not plugging them, but I mean, (laughs) we can plug them, but we're not. Uh, What I mean to say is because of work, I came to the World Federation of Colleges and Polytechnics Congress. They had an affinity group on indigenous education. And I was in San Sebastian, um, that Basque country or county or whatever of southwestern France. And I am here with my dad. So my dad came with me on this um, trip. So we're so blessed and we're so happy to be here. Um, It's Father's Day. So I'm really grateful that I'm able to spend Father's Day with him exploring this new city. We were out on the beach all day, and now we're here to take a little break. But what have you been up to, Grace? Aw, that sounds so special to be there with your dad, especially on this day. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to ask, like, how he's doing. Like, is he just, like, loving it? So he's living his best life. Um, he it has been, like, in the water, like, when we were in San Sebastian, out here in Barcelona he's like obsessed with like being in different types of water bodies of water so like the east coast west coast and now he's like added the Mediterranean Sea under his belt added like the Atlantic Bay of Biscay that we went to um but we're moving at our own pace Mm -hmm. we're not rushing around we're doing a lot of like bus tours um and taking a break when we want getting food when we want getting coffee when we want and I just love I love um being off with my dad because he's also very he's also very not Starbucksy but like coffee type so he'll like want to stop and get a coffee and like watch people walk by but that's the vibe you want to be on on vacation is just like living your life and taking it however fast or quickly as you want but I will say I have never seen him move so quick sometimes mm-hmm. in order to, like, um, 
like get to the ocean or like see this thing because we've seen a couple churches and we're not Catholic, but like seeing the big things like I've never not the big things seeing the big cathedrals. I've never seen him like be so fast. So that's pretty funny to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that you guys are experiencing that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what time? So it's right now it's two o'clock, just like two eleven for me. What time is it there? It's eight eleven. In the evening? Yeah, I've already lived the day. I've already been to the beach all day. We spent like four hours on the beach and then we were getting a snack and then we were, we took a rickshaw back to the hotel and I was going to Dunkin' Donuts and there's like a parade outside. Yeah. Wow. So you just, you lived life and you've lived the day already. Like you've had, yeah. you have dinner already? No, but people don't eat dinner here until like eight or nine. So like yeah. soon, soon yeah. we'll have dinner. Oh, that's exciting. Aw, well, I've just, uh, I've been busy too. We bought a van because, our, yeah, our current vehicle was on its like last legs and we knew that when the baby was coming that we wanted to get a newer vehicle because we have no ac in that car and i think it's a lot of money to to like replace an ac line and then one of the windows didn't work in the back so we're like okay one of the kids like either nico or camilla will be in the back without a window down with no ac and we want to travel a lot too so we're like we need something newer um, and then there's just, like, other things that were going wrong with it, too, and that we're, like, we don't want to put any more work into it. So, luckily, we bought a van um, that we've been waiting on for a couple months. And, uh, yeah, we're just, like, we're happy about that. Um, I, uh, we had, like, a barbecue the other night with some friends, and that was really nice, like, in our backyard. Um, and, yeah, like, I'm just loving summer. and just trying to like be out there and be like hanging out with friends and things like that and like moving at my own pace too like I'm you know like during the week is super super quiet Nico's in school still for a couple more weeks and then in July we'll be heading up to Thunder Bay which we're excited for and hopefully hitting up Chicago along the way um and going that way throughout the state so yeah when you come back when are you coming back Oh, um, why? Because of my stop in Tizimri? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would be like uh, the end of July and maybe even like the first of August. I think we'd be leaving. Okay. Well, maybe we can connect there. That would be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, like, my plan and what I've been up to and taking it easy with the baby. I'm, like, already five weeks postpartum, and I know they say you could start working out at six weeks after. So I think I'm slowly going to start. I've been doing walks, and it's been interesting, like, it's been interesting listening to my body because I remember maybe two weeks postpartum when I was walking, I felt very loose. And, like... And obviously, like, so much of my body kind of widened to, you know, put, to, like, have a baby in me. And I just felt loose and everything was just coming back together. And now I kind of feel more solid. So I'm like, okay, I'm feeling these changes. And 
not that I'm a big runner, but I think I want to just try a run because I just want to feel like that pain, you know, <laughs> you know, like the pain <laughs> and like when your body's tired from working out, I want to feel that. And I know I, I can with a run. Right. Because it's hard. I think, like, you should just commit yourself to jogging for 30 minutes a day and like not even care about the distance and just like be cardiovascular health. Yeah, yeah, totally. Maybe not. I don't want to do a run every day, but I I really want to try to swim a couple times a week, even if it's just like twice a week and then maybe run like twice a week, like just moving my body. Like that's what's important. But I do want to try to get into swimming, swimming. Sometimes. I like swimming and the thing I do like about it and what I, I do sometimes with one of my friends is when we go swimming, we do where we race each other in laps and I think that not that I don't know if it's like I like swimming but I think I like the competitiveness like I like competing do you ever feel like that yeah like competing in swimming or just like in in general literally in anything because I'm like (laughs) (laughs) well it's it's funny because um I I've been talking to Ben because I was I was saying like in the fall I'm like oh maybe I'll try to like get back into curling just recreationally like just to play games because I think we're similar like we like to compete and I'm like oh maybe I'll get into soccer like that sounds fun and then I was telling Ben that maybe or he actually suggested um like signing up for a co-ed league where we'll get other friends and like maybe yeah. their girlfriends too and I'm like kind of nervous about soccer because I'm like I wouldn't want to go full force up against like guys because their full force would be like intense and apparently they go like easier when girls are on the field but I'm like oh my god I've never really played soccer and I could just see myself like rolling my ankle or something <laughs> like so I don't know we'll see hey, but are the guys even good because when I play yeah, co-ed yeah. basketball, I'm okay. Because I'm like, when I play co-ed basketball and the guys are on the court and they're not very very good or even good and we're trying to win, I'm not – I can say to them, because it's like the, the co-ed league is like, for if you're playing five on five, at least two of the people have to be girls. And so if some of them suck, I'm like, sit down. The rule is two guys or two girls at minimum. So if you're not playing well, sit yourself so let the girl play. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, we're going to get points. And if uh, that's what all, it all comes down to for me. If you can get points, girl or boy. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> tell them to sit down if they suck. If they suck. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, totally. Like, I think if a girl can do better, like, put them on the field. Or put yeah. them on get them okay so today in this episode besides gender equality in sport we're (laughs) we're talking grace is gonna be our lead on the episode and she's gonna be giving me her five best tips on how to be a mom tips for for being a mom yeah yeah i guess so because i've been on like a different type of marathon right now i mean (laughs) Oh, I've been <laughs> just trying to like get through, um, you know, I feel definitely more seasoned with Nico. Everything seemed hard. I remember my mom telling me, she's like, oh, you know, the first four months are the hardest. And 
So I was like, crap, I really got to prepare myself for the second one and be ready for the four months to be really hard. And you know what? I feel like I eased into it within the week, the first week. Like after the first week, things were easy. And I'm, I don't know, maybe she's just a super easy baby, but I feel like maybe my body. You're a vet. But I'm also a vet. Like I f- also feel like my body, I was able, I think because I, t- I took care of myself, my body was able to heal quicker after. Like I still mm-hmm. gave myself that time, but I wasn't in so much pain. Um, and then the baby, I remember our first night home. I wanted to cry like I actually moved Nico out of his room and let him sleep in Ben's room or in our room um and I took over Nico's room just because I like Camilla would not go to sleep and she was crying and it was something that I had to figure out because like she was just wanting to eat but then my milk wasn't in and we were up from 11 p.m to 5 a.m and I was just like oh my god to think you know, less than a week ago, I was having a full eight hours of sleep. I was just like, oh my God, this is like my life now. And so the first week was so hard. Um, but, you know, it could be longer. But we're still in like an adjustment phase, but it's been a lot easier. Um, so, yeah, kind of leading into that. So, my top five um, tips of being a mom, and mm-hmm. I'll kind of like get into them is so pick your battles and this is kind of dealing with kids um i know we've probably talked about this this same advice dealing with relationships like with our partners um picking your battles but picking your battles with kids too because there's so many conflicts that can come up with dealing with kids um i mean nico could have a tantrum over anything and he has um so picking your battles um, will get you through the day because <laughs> you don't want to be fighting with your toddler or your kid over every little thing. Um, and of course, there's going to be more serious things than than other things. So I think that's what I've learned. Um, a big thing, and I'm in the process of trying to figure this out, is making time for yourself. Um, I It probably took me a couple of years to figure how, figure out how important that was with Nico because I think I just deve- like devoted all my time toward to him, to Ben, and then I was kind of left hanging. And for a while, I was okay with that. But I realized, like, no, I need to put my health first. I need to, like, decompress, and I need to do something for me. And that's really why I, I thought taking care of myself in, you know, eating properly and then getting my exercise in like that was me time and that was me having control over myself and that made me feel super empowered and I'm kind of in that spot of how to find that now because having a newborn is so hard like I have this two hour radius that I can maybe be apart from her but then Mm -hmm. I'm stressing because I'm pretty much like on demand feeding right now and she could feed like every hour or every like it's pretty much every like hour hour and a half and then if she's having a good sleep then it could be like three hours I could be away but sometimes during the day she's being woken up by anything um and like she has the best sleeps like when she's literally like hanging off of me 
So right now okay. I'm recording and Kwesi is like, she's literally on a sling, like hanging on me oh. and she's completely zonked. But if I had her in her bassinet, she'd probably be awake by now. So oh, wow. Yeah, taking time for yourself. Um, and then this also leads into um, with your partner, making sure that you got like the, the, the mom and the father or whatever partner you're with, you're making sure that you're scheduling that time um, to be with each other because I think you can get so lost into parenting and you just want to be, you know, a team. Um, and it was hard. Ben and I are trying to figure that out now, too, because with Nico, he would go to bed at like 738 and then we'd have the evening together. And now mm -hmm. the newborn, it's like we're with her 24-7 and she's in her bed and things like that. So we have to really commit time to um, to each other. Uh, my fourth is for dealing with your children is less criticism and more compliments. Okay. Uh, I thought of this just having my mom over last week. And she complimented me a few times on just how well I was eating. And I don't yeah. hear that. Um, you normally, Ben, like, sees what I'm eating. And he'll be like, oh, like, why are you eating that? And I'm like, it's healthy. <laughs> but she was like, wow, like, you're eating so well. And that made me feel so good. Um, and so I was just thinking, you know, I think Nico needs to hear those more, like, more compliments from his parents. So I've been trying to be, you know, every time he does something nice for the baby, I'm like, wow, Nico, you're such a good big brother. Because he yeah. is. Because I think every, like, the kids are in their own learning process. So everything there is, they're learning. And I just think, like, we could criticize so much. Like, oh, no, like, do it this way. Do it better this way. And I just want them to hear, like, that they are doing something right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I hope that means a lot to, to Nico. Um, and then just having structure. Oh, sorry. Wait, before we get to structure, I wanted to say you're really right, though, about like positive reinforcement, because I know there's something happening where like I lost something and I had literally looked everywhere on this trip for it. Well, it was like our money. Um, and I was like in such a frenzy because I'm like, oh my God, how could I lose this? How did I, was I so irresponsible? And I said something like, oh, how could I be so stupid? And then I like, I looked again somewhere and I found it. And then I was like, oh, like so excited to show my dad. And then he's like, and you're not stupid. And I like, I know that, but I, I know, I remember that I said that. So hearing him also reinforce that like basic line yeah. was really helpful and like yeah it felt really good yeah and then even yeah. I, today Quay when I asked you and your dad about advice about that car and like the yeah. transfer I was so stressed because we had to pay extra money and I won't get into the details of like it all because it's kind of long and I was I was stressed about it because it honestly just ate up like the rest of my money and I think you said something that was like, oh, well, you didn't know um, something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah. well, it's true. I didn't know. And I can't stress about it now that it's over. And I think a lot of the times I would continue to stress about it. It's like there's nothing 
I can do now, but learn from it and hope and do it right the next time. <laughs> yeah, like why are we so hard on ourselves? We gotta be kind. Yeah, totally. Okay, so my fifth one is structure. And I think um I remember I didn't really have structure in our lives, especially with kids until Nico was about two. Um just because oh, really? of how Oh, I mean, naps, I guess, what like we're pretty structured, but bedtimes and things like that. Um, but I think now, like, it's really important because then that was kind of the time for myself when he went to bed. And then also time with our with your partner is super important. Um, and it also structure is really important for the kids as well to just kind of know what to expect and they need to decompress from from their days um and kids need a lot of sleep at night too like I, they're just like running crazy all day and they need to rest so structure is important for anyone and I kind of like following a plan too so <laughs> but yeah those are my five tips um and I'm you know I feel like I I had I was following all these tips like two months ago when I was just had one kid but then now things are all up in the air and I have to relearn all these things again um having a newborn but uh yeah um I think you had said this earlier off the recording or maybe it was on the recording but and no you did say it on the recording but you were like I need structure even if it's just for me and I think that that is true because that's just true because like we like not we like it's really important that you can plan things and anticipate things and like have things figured out and sorted so that you're not stressing because a happy like if that makes you happier and I like it does for a lot of people a happy mom is what really matters so like your kids day can be yeah. wild and crazy but if you are a happy relaxed calm mom who's like yeah I know we're gonna eat at seven and I know we're gonna do this at this time then like you're creating a better atmosphere for your babe yeah yeah I totally try to think that too um just looking at my house you know I'm like oh look uh we want to do these renos and I want to you know why is our house always a mess and I don't think Nico is gonna remember those things about his childhood like he's gonna remember the times of oh mom and dad were so happy and we did this and we did that and he won't be like, oh, and oh, and there's Millie crying. No, it's okay. Oh, there's her. Um, what is it? Her debut. <laughs> it's her debut to the podcast. Oh, yeah. You're saying hi, everybody. Yeah, that's her soother. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think. I think. We're doing, I think we're trying to say the same thing. I think that that wraps up our episode. And I'm so grateful, Grace, for your insight and words. Um, and, and I think that... So we gave the top tips of being a mom. But I think it's also being a parent. Um, so we just want to say happy Father's Day. Because this is being released on Father's Day. Um, we you know, it's not just for fathers, it's for uncles, it's for grandparents. 
um, grandfathers um, that father figure in your life, brothers. Um, so yeah, we hope all of our listeners are taking the time and spending it with your loved ones. Yeah, so until next time. Toodaloo. So your podcast, Andy's, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.